What's up? I'm Amanda Costco, and you're listening to the Electric Runway Podcast, a podcast exploring the intersection of fashion and technology. Greetings from Europe. I was invited to Finland to speak at Prince 2016, a conference on the future of printed electronics, an InnoFest, an innovation festival. I didn't know this at first, but Ulu, Finland, is actually like the Silicon Valley of Northern Europe, known for its technological innovation. Here's how it all happened. Earlier this year, I met Kari Coppola, a researcher and expert in printed intelligence and a stronghold of the printed electronics community in Finland. He saw me speak at a conference in Toronto on wearable technology and the future of fashion, and he invited me here to Finland to give the same speech at the University of Ulu. Now, you may be wondering what printed electronics has to do with the future of fashion, but they're actually very closely linked. Many of the characters I've met over the past two weeks are developing technologies that will soon be, or already are, integrated into textiles. The fabrics of the future will be forged by a collaborative effort between engineers and designers. Also in Finland was Thomas Dusselier. In short, Thomas is the Kari Coppola of Canada. He's the executive director of the Printable Electronics Flagship Program in Canada. You see, the National Research Council of Canada, or NRC for short, just announced their program to push textiles into the digital age. This, of course, follows the United States' $320 million initiative to advance the future of fabrics. With all that's being invested into the textiles of tomorrow, it seems to me that the space races on to create the next generation of wearable technology. I sat down with Thomas and Ulu to get a better understanding of the printed electronics flagship program and how it hopes to simulate economic growth and development in the North. So Thomas, nice to see you in Finland. Yeah, nice to see you, Amanda. It's uh, great weather. Well, not so great, actually. It's really cold and dreary, but it's very nice to be in Oulu, Finland. Yeah, we're used to it. We're Canadian, but um, my, my feet are cold. So I wanted to talk to you about your role at the NRC and the future of this new initiative that you have. So for people who don't know, what is the NRC? And maybe you could talk a little bit about your role. Yeah, thank you. So the National Research Council of Canada is the premier research and technology organization of the federal government. Our raison d'etre really is to create technologies, transfer them to our industrial partners to enable economic prosperity in Canada. My role within the NRC is I'm the executive director of the Printable Electronics flagship program. That's a research initiative that has started in 2012 with significant funding attached to it in order to develop an industry ecosystem using printed electronics at its core. You announced some important news recently as it pertains to fashion and technology. Tell me about it. Yes, so we uh, recently announced the uh, creation of a Smart Textile and Wearable Innovation Alliance. It's an alliance of the companies in Canada who are interested in developing smart textile wearables and to collaborate amongst each other to actually uh, prove the state of this technology in Canada. And so how much money is actually being invested in the future of smart fabrics in Canada via this initiative? Well at this moment this is not really funding mechanism this is more like uh, NRC acting as a benevolent facilitator of a venue where companies can actually meet and greet. We have actually done research amongst the um, close to 50 companies involved in wearables and smart textile in Canada and ask them what do you need the most right now? 
now. And to a very overwhelming extent, like 93% said the two things that they really wanted the most, first is knowing what's out there in terms of other companies, what they're doing, what they're offering, what they need. And the second is to identify potential opportunities to partner with each other. It could be to establish domestic supply chain or it could be for just accessing technologies that are complementary to each other. And so can you tell us about some of the companies and businesses that are involved? We have about 30 members right now who have said that they wanted to be involved. They come from both the wearable accessories and the smart textile, so the ones that are actually including wearable capabilities within the fabric itself. They range in size from very small startups to fairly established large companies. And where did this initiative come from and where do you see it headed? Well, actually, uh, the initiative came from the realization that we have when we travel the countries to meet with those companies that they were not necessarily aware of what was going on. It's quite surprising I mentioned about 50 companies involved currently in Canada in uh, smart techs and wearable. That's a lot of companies, really, really tremendous capabilities in Canada in this field. And that is not a well-known fact. It's actually not known to the outside countries, but it's also not known within Canada. Some of the companies that we visited you know, in Vancouver didn't really know what was going on going on in Montreal and vice versa. So we see, uh, we see this initiative as really facilitating the exchange of information and making sure that, that companies realize what's available and find opportunities, partnerships. Thank you, Thomas. So I have to ask you, a lot of people think wearable technology is all hype. This announcement, along with the U.S. government's initiative to invest $320 million in the future of fabrics, seems to me to legitimize the space. And it also seems to me like the race is on to create the next generation of fabrics. What do you think the implications are for industry? Yeah, I was, as I was saying, there's 50 companies in Canada working in this field already. It's, it's actually buzzing and it's, it's booming. And the reason is actually it's a, it's a phenomenal opportunity. You think about the implications. Think about healthcare. It's a revolution in making in terms of management of long care, chronic diseases, sports. And I'm not necessarily talking here about the athletes, the high-level athletes. Of course, it's very important for them to be able to quantify and perfect their training. But I'm talking about everyone, every every. Everybody actually has experienced a sports injury. Now, what if your actual sportswear can tell you, hey, you know, kind of relax, you're going a bit too hard on yourself. That's actually very fascinating and, and definitely something that, that explains why there's so much going on right now. And not to mention, of course, industrial applications, firefighters, first responders, isolated workers like in the mines. It's very important to be able to track the biometrics and, and making sure that you're actually protecting those first responders or the isolated workers in the, in the line of work. So, yes, there's absolutely a lot of opportunities right now, and this is a very fast-growing industry. Some experts are pointing to Montreal as the capital of smart fabrics. Do you see it this way from your perspective? There's definitely a lot of action right now in Montreal, but I would add you can see similar buzz and similar action in other cities like Toronto, Vancouver, even Calgary. There's a lot of a lot of places in Canada where you have smart fabrics and wearables happening. And so, Thomas, for people who don't know, what are printed electronics and how are they posed to transform our relationship with clothing? Printed electronics, at its core, it's really a new way to fabricate electronic circuitry. You start with an ink that possesses a certain electrical function. So it could be a conductive ink, a semiconductive ink, a dielectric, so isolating ink, or sensing ink. And then you combine this function pretty much as you would print in multiple colors. So you print a conductor, you print 
a transistor, you print a resistor, capacitors, and, and voila, you have an electronic circuit that works. So it's really, uh, truly a different way of making electronics. And as opposed to traditional way of making it, the advantage is you can actually print on flexible substrates. You can print on plastic, on paper, on cardboard, but you can even print on fabric. Just think about the screen-printed T-shirts. Now replace the color ink with some functional, and you can actually have a T-shirt that lights up. You can have a T-shirt that detects your heartbeat. That's really how it's actually all done. Yeah, and textiles are everywhere, so they've almost become ubiquitous. They're all around us. There's enormous potential for what it can do when it's embedded with the electronics. So a very famous venture capitalist by the name of Andreessen Horowitz said that in five years there'll be sensors in everything, and I think what he's alluding to there is the Internet of Things. Do you agree, and maybe you could speak to how you think printed electronics fitting into the Internet of Things? There's an opportunity ahead of us to really using, for example, printed electronics and related technologies to embed a bit of intelligence into everyday objects. And what it does is you actually then able to augment the functionality of everyday objects. You can think about carpet that doubles as an occupancy sensing. So as you walk into a room, the light turns on and the other heat turns on. And when you leave, you know, everything shuts off. And that, that doesn't actually change the functionality of the carpet. It just It's a smart carpet. So you can actually embed sensors into everyday objects in order to turn them into uh, smarter objects that really serve the purpose better and add functionalities. And so what do you think is required to actually advance the future of fabrics? Well, I think, you know, from our perspective, we're developing technologies. So we understand this field, but usually engineers are very poor at uh, fashion design, and this is a completely different field. And similarly, on the fashion side, there may not necessarily be a whole lot of familiarity with what's actually doable today. It's fascinating what you can do. You can actually have fibers that double as whatever, you name it, a sensor, a circuit, uh, even light. So I think what's really required right now is to make sure that uh, we work at the intersection of both and there's a community being built uh, that joins the fashion industry and the ICT industry and especially the printed electronics piece such that there's better familiarity in terms of what's doable and what is required. And at the end, if if you're successful, then you're going to have fashionable clothing that doubles as functional, and that's really what will make it very successful. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time. And just one final question. How can businesses and partners get involved, and also how can the public stay in touch with you and follow the developments at the NRC? So very simple. Everything is on a website and social networks. Just make sure that you follow us on Twitter and uh, Facebook. And if people want to get involved in the initiative itself, the Smart Textile and Wearable Innovation Alliance, it's very simple. Just get in touch with me and I'll make sure that you get connected with the ecosystem. You learn who's doing what in Canada and with whom you could actually partner in order to uh, augment your chances of success. We'll put all the links up on the website so that people can take a look. Thank you so much for your time and we'll see you again soon. Thank you very much. That was my conversation with Thomas Dusselier, Executive Director of the Printable Electronics Flagship Program for the National Research Council of Canada. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, here's looking towards the future.